Hi everyone, it's Miss L. And today's episode of the LCAST is so special for me. I'm so excited to talk to my good friend and former teacher at Rice, Allie Szynski, who some of you might remember as Miss S. She was one of the most creative, caring, passionate teachers I've ever known and always made teaching so fun. She planned lessons that made me want to hang out in her classroom all day long. I knew also where she kept a bucket of hidden Skittles and gum. I'd of course ask permission before I took any, but I miss those Skittles just as much as I miss her. It's really hard when your friends move on to new jobs and you don't see them every day, but we know things change in life and it's okay to find new ways to stay connected, laugh, and learn together. We're getting really good at that in this day and age. And I'm so proud of her for accomplishing some big life dreams, which is actually part of the reason she's on the show today. You ready for some big news? I now get to call my friend Allie a children's book author, someone who writes real books for kids. I am so excited for her. Her book, Roaring Mad Riley, written by her and illustrated by Dean Gray, was just released today. The easiest way to find and order it is if you go on Amazon. Her book teaches kids to be in charge of their big feelings with the help of some fun dinosaur friends. So I'm honored she's visiting the LCAST on her big day to chat with us. Let's dive in. All right, I am sitting here with author of Roaring Mad Riley, Ali Szynski. How are you? I'm so good. Thanks for having me on the LCAST. Oh my gosh, of course. Happy to have you. First of all, the book was absolutely amazing. I know our listeners probably haven't read it yet because it just came out today, uh, but I downloaded my copy as an ebook because I just couldn't wait. And I actually really felt like I was at school when I was reading it. It's so relatable. And by relatable, I mean, I felt like I really understood the characters and how they were feeling because we really all have those big feelings. Um, and I really, I just want to tell you, I love the dinosaur's facial expressions because we talk a lot at school about a safe body and being observant, reading other people and their feelings just based on how they look with their body and what it's telling us. So I really liked that. Just so good. And who doesn't love dinosaurs? I know. I thought the dinosaurs were the perfect characters for this book. Yeah. Why? Like why? You know, I think that sometimes we think about dinosaurs being mad or angry, right? When we think about dinosaurs, we think of maybe like the movie Jurassic Park and lots of growling and maybe even like attacking some aggression. But I wanted it to not only embody that and think about, oh, yeah, sometimes dinosaurs, just like anything that's alive, people, animals get angry. They can also calm down and be relaxed and experience lots of different emotions. So I thought that was kind of a fun way to think about that. I did not even think about that. Yeah, we always see those scary movies like Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. And we don't think that they have feelings too. Of course. So smart. We all do. I know. you said So you said you actually wanted to write a book since kindergarten. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. I bet it feels so good to accomplish a goal that you had for your whole life. Um, I guess my question is, how does it feel to accomplish something you really wanted so badly and to now be known as an author? I think it's really exciting. I think it's rare that we actually get to do those kinds of things. 
And I'm happy to be able to say that it is possible. So I feel very proud of myself and I'm excited. It seems really cool to think that someone I used to work with, like you, is even sharing this with other people. This was something that I have always wanted to do. So it just feels really cool. That's awesome. Can you actually tell us a little bit about Roaring Mad Riley for those of us that don't know? Yeah. So Riley is a girl that is in school and she loves building with blocks. And as you can imagine, sometimes, and maybe you've experienced this too, anyone listening, that when you build blocks, occasionally they fall over Mm. and that can make you feel a little bit frustrated or angry. Mm -hmm. And in Riley's situation, actually one of her peers knocked it over, but her peer said that it was an accident, but this kind of was maybe a miscommunication and Riley gets pretty upset. And in the book, we call it that she gets roaring mad. And so Riley has a teacher named Mr. Rex who helps Riley learn some positive ways to channel her anger. So she doesn't feel really aggressive about being angry. Yeah. Mr. Rex really felt like he just reminded me of when I'm with a kid and I have to really be calm and we both kind of have to feel calm together. It felt like that he just was such a calm person and an understanding person. And it really felt like Riley felt safe with him to to really listen to his advice. I really liked that. Yeah. And I I did like how Mr. Rex was a good model and kind of didn't just tell Riley what to do, but showed Riley, you know, ways that really helped him relax when he's feeling roaring mad. And so she was able to sort of follow him. So true. I'm, I'm wondering, what was the hard, was there anything hard about writing a book? Something that was hard for me, and this is something that I always need to work on. I've needed to work on this since I was a kid, and I still need to work on it now as an adult. It's something that I'm always working on is taking feedback. And so when I was writing the book, I wrote the whole thing out and I sent it to someone called an editor who edited the book and said like, okay, this will work for a children's book. And oh, we actually really need to change this or this word isn't going to work here and we need to take out this sentence. And some of that was hard for me because that was my idea and that's sort of what I wanted it to look like. What was that feel I, like? What was that feeling for you to for somebody yeah. to tell you you needed to change something? I know we get that so much when like we're doing our work and a teacher is like, oh, you know what? And then we have to erase it. And it's just, what was your feeling when somebody said that to you? I will say it was frustrating for me at first, but I had to remember that that is the editor's job, right? They edit children's books all day long. They actually, some, they got hired to do that from someone, you know, who works there that hired them. And that's what they do all day. They were trained to do that. So I had to trust that that person knew that a children's book needs to look a certain way, right? There's certain things that are going to work and there's certain things that just wouldn't. And I will say at the end, something that I learned was that the book actually looks really good now and it maybe looks better now that it's been edited by an expert rather than if it was just me. And I have to remember that I have never written a children's book before. So I needed to kind of trust the expert there. Yeah, that's such a good point. Were there any characters in the book that you felt like you had a lot in common with and or that you were the most like and why? I think that I'm like both characters. I definitely see myself in Riley because I often get angry and sometimes I don't use coping skills and I sort of just use my um, kind of what whatever pops in my head sometimes, which isn't always the smartest. 
And I also think that I relate to Mr. Rex because when I'm, um, cause I'm also a teacher. So when I'm in my teacher mode, I try to be like Mr. Rex. So I really wanted to make Mr. Rex like someone that I want to be like. So I hope that sometimes I am like him, but I could think, I think I'm sort of like both characters in a way. I think they're both pretty relatable. Mm -hmm. And then what was the character's name that accidentally knocks over the blocks? That's Parker. Parker. I know. I felt you could just see his face. Was it, is it he, his pronouns, he, him? I think so. Okay. Uh, Just on his face, he was so, just felt so sorry. And so it was, it was such an accident. What? A little guilty maybe. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, so, so actually something we talk about a lot at school is how anger kind of hides in other feelings and that there's that, that part in the book that when, when that makes Riley so mad when her blocks accidentally get knocked over by that dinosaur's tail and in the picture her face is just so worried before it turns into anger and then after she's angry and she calms down and she really thinks about what happened, she actually is able to tell us that it, she was sad. And so, so many people think sadness and anger are bad feelings, but I don't agree with that at all. I'm curious what you think about sadness and anger and what can those feelings teach us? Yeah, I think that's something that I, I agree with what you said that most people think, or maybe not most, a lot of people think that sadness and anger are are bad feelings but I think they're more just uncomfortable feelings Um, even though they're normal we all feel those things and sometimes we feel them every single day and I'm trying to think if there's really been a day in my life where I've never felt angry or sad and I don't I don't know because and that's okay I think that that's very very normal that you know something might make me angry or sad even if it's just for a short amount of time during the day And maybe some days I feel it more than others. And it just depends on what's going on in my life that day. Um, And that's very normal. But I think it's just the way that we respond to it that we really need to pay attention to, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And that can be hard to do. And it's something that we just learn as we get older and as people teach us different different techniques that can help us. And they're going to be different for each person. Um, Some of the tips that Mr. Rex teaches Riley in the book, I think, maybe we're more helpful for her than other tips. Um, And that's just because we all respond differently to different things. So I think it's important to know that some things that maybe are more like body things, like in the book, Mr. Rex teaches Riley to kind of like shake it out with like his whole body. And maybe that would help Riley more than a deep breath, right? Mm -hmm. It sort of depends. Mm -hmm. So I think we know that those feelings can be uncomfortable, but it doesn't really make them bad, right? Exactly. And I feel like it also teaches us what we need for ourselves and what who we are in a way, right? Like what makes us angry? Like, cause you don't just get angry and then forget about it. And then, you know, like you come back to it. And so yeah. maybe the next time that it happens, you're teaching yourself or you're learning what can you do differently or why is this making me a certain way? And it also helps you to tell other people what you need for yourself. Or if you're noticing it, we kind of call those triggers, right? If you're noticing it, what you can do differently. So I just think it's so important to pay attention to your body. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and one thing I really love about the book too is that you really give us some tools, right? So like anybody reading it, you can actually use some of the things and ideas from you to help manage your emotions. Is it okay if we try one from the book? 
I think we should. Okay. So if you're listening, we're going to close our eyes. We're going to take a deep breath and we're going to picture somewhere that makes us happy. All right. Ready? So deep breath. Where makes you happy? All right. Go. Okay. Allie, I got to know where is your happy place? My happy place is outside walking around at the park. Mm, I love that. My happy place is I'm sitting on a beach, got my feet in the water, maybe a cold soda. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm treating myself. All right. What? I'm just so curious. If you, any listeners out there have a nice, happy place, I would love to hear about it. And my last question for you is before, if, if you have time, I want to go into a rapid fire question round, yes. but my last question is for the students and kids listening right now, what advice do you have for them? Hmm. What advice do I have? I think that my biggest piece of advice is to kind of like what we talked about, pay attention to your body and think about if there's one thing that you notice, especially throughout the day that does help you when you're feeling an uncomfortable emotion, like anxiety or frustration, what is it? What is that one thing that really helps? And make sure that you tell an adult that you spend a lot of time with, whether that's your teacher or a therapist or caregiver, parent, tell them like, hey, when I'm feeling an uncomfortable emotion, this actually really helps me. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Rapid fire questions. I love to know fun facts about people. I think we all do. So, um, all right, here we go. Favorite okay. color. Teal. Ooh. Favorite food. <laughs> Tacos. Mm. Is everything going to start with a T? Ooh. <laughs> all right. Favorite book. Roaring Mad Riley. <laughs> good, good answer. <laughs> favorite place to go. Costa Rica. Hmm. Favorite animal? Sloth. Favorite thing to do for self-care? Read. All right. I love that. And I have to know, since this is for students at Rice specifically, do you remember what SOAR stands for? Every time I, clo every time I end a podcast, I tell people to remember to be all those things. Do you want to do it for us today? Okay, so I say, I say, don't forget, be, and then let's see if you can remember. Okay, don't forget, be safe, observant, accountable, and respectful. Yes! Yay! Wow, five years and that stuck with you. So students, I know it'll stick with you too. Miss S, <laughs> Allie, it was so good to talk to you today. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations on the book. And everybody listening, go get it. Amazon, read it. It's amazing.